I don't know if you've seen this weird looking white kid on TikTok. <clears throat> he's not he's not weird looking because no, he's white. I know what you're talking about, little baby. He sounds like <laughs> yeah, baby. yeah. Did you see what little baby posted? No. He goes, "Is this a joke or is this for real?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh." I wonder if it is for real or not. Yeah. That's pretty TikTok is a funny app, man. Like he's got this like a uh, hand something. What's wrong with his joints or whatever? Yeah. And so when people go and dab him up, like he he's always got that locked Lil hand. Little baby or the other the guy? The white boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe I made a <coughs> made a wrong choice by saying he's a funny looking white guy. <laughs> yeah. But My I, mom's white, I'm not racist. No. So yeah, that's funny though, bro. He's in there rapping like little baby. I can't even tell if it's real or not. Well, he's got so much auto tune on it. Have you said, have you heard him live? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. It's bad. That kid? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't want to tarnish his image. Yeah. But he blew up. He did blow up. He's getting them views on TikTok. He's got even he's even got like these producers producing his music and making them like videos. Really? To to show little baby. You're invested in this guy more than I am. I'm just on TikTok a lot more than you are, I guess. <laughs> That's fair. I'm on I I have to hide TikTok in my apps. So you so don't that get way, on it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not like when I do that muscle memory thing where I'm just swiping up to look at what yeah. social media do I log into? It's like, oh, well, it's not there. Okay, whatever. That little That's brief moment passes where I don't feed into that <clears throat> dopamine addiction that you get from social media. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what 10 years is going to look like. As far as, like, social media goes? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, man. I bet it changes. I I don't think it's going to be the social media that we recognize today. Just kind of like it changed from the past where, you know, I don't, I mean, at least maybe it's because we were younger, but I don't back, remember it being like politics and. No, back in the day, it was so simple. It was just friend oriented. Yep. <clears throat> now it's politics everywhere you go. And then you got Siri listening to your damn conversations. So anything you say, <laughs> you're just like, oh. I went golfing today. Why is everything related to golf? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. That's why I talk about really specific stuff. So that way, if like that really specific thing just happens to pop up on my phone, then I know like it's confirmed they're listening. Yeah. But I think it's already kind of confirmed. Well, I'll tell you how lazy I am. Like I know Siri's listening to me and I'm like, I need to pay one of these bills. (laughs) I'm like, oh, man, I need to pay my hospital bill. And then I get on Facebook and it says healthcare. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to pay uh, my hospital bill. <laughs> so it serves as like a good reminder. Yeah, then. but it gets creepy. Yeah. I saw a funny thing. There's another uh, podcast that I watch kind of every so often, uh-huh. No Jumper. And I used to watch it a lot because in the beginning he had like a lot of underground rappers and stuff on. Mm-hmm. So that was just interesting seeing them in that aspect and not like the music side yeah and uh he had a dude on recently that's a drake impersonator oh, i've seen him <laughs> <laughs> i've seen him bro he look he looks like drake right like similar enough to drake 
And people are paying him to go to their venues and events. Yes. To pretend to be Drake. Speaking of, and he sounds like him. <laughs> have you seen during the NBA series? Did you see the Clay Thompson? Yes. Where yeah. he got banned? Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's done it a few times. Like he's impersonated Clay Thompson a few times. Yeah, but went went through security, <laughs> went and shot a couple balls. And then walked out and gets banned. He's like, well, I have $10,000 tickets. Um, am I going to get reimbursed for those? Yeah. Uh, no, you're not. Yeah. And then, if I'm not mistaken, Clay Thompson made a comment on it and was saying, like, eh, I don't, you know, I don't think the guy should get banned. Yeah. Um. Some people will do some crazy things uh, for the views, bro. But the fact that everyone was, hey, Clay, Clay, let me get a picture with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm not Clay. Oh, let me just get a picture. Yeah. It's crazy that, that like, there's a market for impersonators, which I guess it kind of makes sense because the biggest ones are, like, Elvis, and then, like, you have cover bands and stuff, too. That's pretty mm-hmm. much an impersonation. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a big market. Have, but I just can't make any sense out of not paying <laughs> the real celebrity to show up. Why would I pay a lookalike? <laughs> finances yeah i mean that's that's the whole point that is the whole drake point. is in so many business ventures though yeah if you're smart you don't make rapping your end all be all no, he's actually in one of the biggest sports gambling um platforms there is drake is yes really it's called steak huh <clears throat> i feel like i've heard of this oh yeah who it's, else is in it um because there's some bigger... No, there's someone else in there, but I know I know Drake's in it. I I've never really dabbled into um, steak, only because you have to... Literally, my buddy does it, he, and you have to put a... You got to put a VPN on your phone. Okay. Because it's illegal in the United States. Steak is. Steak is. Yeah, steak is. Sports gambling's not. Okay. Um, But st- steak is, and what that what that means is... Like I have a buddy that does it, and this was before the two-step authentication, um, mm-hmm. authentication or whatever uh, process you had to go through. So he's grandfathered in, but he has a VPN right on his phone, and then he, and he, his address is in Canada, and he found he goes online and finds a house for sale, and he goes, okay, that's my address. But dude, this dude's from to like from January to today, I think he's at like six hundred and fifty thousand dollars just on sports gambling. Whoa, <clears throat> mine and your mine and your age. I mean, this and how kid, long has he been doing this? He's been doing it for about a year and a half. Holy moly! Started with like three grand. <clears throat> why? So, elaborate oh. for me. Why is steak illegal in the United States? You know, I I don't think I can answer that question, <clears throat> but I I honestly have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. <clears throat> um, this dude is insane, and he's taught me everything that I know. And I only, <clears throat> I've only done it for about three weeks. You need something to drink? <clears throat> yeah, you should drink something. <laughs> <clears throat> Cut that. <laughs> no, um, but anyways, he's told me. So I don't know if you know what um, oh, what's it called? I can't even think right now. Um. Let me look this up. I know there's a correct term for it. 
It's called hedging bets. Okay. And so basically what you'll do is kind of put you in a perspective. Let's say the Yankees are playing Boston, right? And Boston is favored to lose by 120. And um, let's say Boston, I'm going to place a bet on Boston, right? And they're they're favored to lose. So it's up 120, right? Let's say I'm betting on the game itself. Straight up, Boston's going to win. Okay. And so obviously they're underdogs. I'm not going to um I'm not going to have that as my only bet, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and say I know the Yankees are going to win. And I'm going to say they're going to win by 3. But I go for the low risk, high reward bets. So I'm not even gonna I'll put five dollars on, right? And it's gonna it's gonna make me $125 if I win. And if I lose, it's a five dollars, you know? But let's say the Yankees, right, are favored to win. So to put in perspective, if a team if it's if it's plus one twenty and minus one twenty, right? So minus one twenty, I have to put a hundred and twenty dollars up to win a hundred dollars. Okay. So if I put a hundred and twenty, if I put a uh, hundred and twenty dollars up, then I win a hundred bucks. And if it is minus, or I mean, it's plus one twenty. Um, <laughs> this is hard to explain, dude. <laughs> it really is hard to explain. But one, but if I put a hundred and twenty dollars up, I'm gonna win a hundred twenty dollars. I got you. If I put a hundred, I'm gonna win a hundred. I got you. But <clears throat> this dude is, I mean, he'll put, he'll hedge like four or five bets. He'll, he'll, he won't even hedge bets on the same game. Like he's, he's showed me some, he showed me some shit that I'm just like, what are you doing? Let me know what bet you're betting. But he, like, I think, uh, whenever, uh, you don't have to just bet mm-hmm. on the individual game though, right? No, you, there's, there's player bets. Um, and that's what I did on the NBA series because obviously Steph is a monster at shooting threes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Tatum, he's all right if he gets hot. Yeah. So what I did was I won uh <clears throat> I won like two hundred and fifty dollars a night on this bet alone. It mm-hmm. was that Steph Curry would shoot five threes and Steph or um Tatum would hit five threes as well. Dude, the first game I put up like twenty bucks. And won like two hundred and sixty bucks. <laughs> Not a bad gamble. Not a bad gamble at all. <clears throat> and then um, <coughs> I would hedge a bet that like I put. I remember putting like ten dollars, and that uh, Steph, Clay, and Tatum would have to hit like six threes. Not gonna happen, obviously. But the five or ten dollars I would have put on it would have <laughs> won me like twelve hundred dollars. <sighs> <clears throat> the the odds are insane. Holy moly. It's kind of like playing the lottery. Yeah. But you can get a statistical <clears throat> edge. But it's like the way I did it and like dude, betting takes discipline, patience and you cannot get greedy because it's like a drug. Yeah. <clears throat> um my buddy he said, "Look, when you win, get out." It's just like Vegas, get out. But Man, it's. I had to chill out for a little bit. Did you? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't losing. I was just like, I mean, it got to the point where I'd get off work and I'd tell my fiance, shout out Lorraine, <laughs> I'd say, look, 
put on sports center and she's like again i'm like <laughs> yes again <clears throat> but she got into it man but I, I mean my buddy over here he's taken i mean a week ago he's like headed to vegas i'm like why you like what are you doing he goes i'm gonna try out the, the slots and he won like eighteen hundred dollars he's like but i think he spent like five six hundred bucks he's like dude the return is just isn't there on vegas itself but he only played slots and i'm like dude anything computerized i'm not i think it's more for entertainment man yeah you know because most people that are competing and like those like poker and all of that stuff they're doing it in a professional league it's mathematical they're not going to vegas trying no i know i still believe that a good poker player is counting cards. They have to be. There's got to be some. Well, they have to have a method. <clears throat> yeah. You can't be consistent without a method. I mean, that's just like sports betting too. But it's it's really all luck. You, yeah. I mean, there was times where the College World Series baseball was on, right? And um, I was in between games on the series. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump into this college game. These college games and. Um, I I look over the teams right before before I bet I I, I kind of just go in to what's their record, what's the last six games, um, how are their plays hitting the last three four games? You know, <clears throat> well, I I, rem- I I remember this game, Tennessee was like fifty seven and eight for the season, and they were playing this horrible team. Uh, I think like Notre Dame, yeah, it was Notre Dame, and they were like. 28 and 28 or something and i was like and and dude the odds were insane like i put 20 bucks and i would have won like 450 bucks well had notre dame won had notre dame won okay so get this mid game notre dame's up by one right (laughs) and i'm freaking out i'm like okay (laughs) i don't know and so they jump up um they jump up by two right and i'm like okay Okay, and so you have a during live betting you have a cash out like you cash out, um, and they offered me like one hundred and twenty dollars to cash out, and I was like, man, I don't know. And the bases were loaded for Tennessee. I was like, you know what, cashed out, right? So I won that. I went and checked the game towards the end, and Notre Dame's up by like six, and I'm just like, uh. oh my god. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> Scared money don't make money. Yeah. But it's got to risk it to get the biscuit. <clears throat> yeah. But that's a, uh, that's when the adrenaline starts pumping. It's like, it's like the, it's like the Miami Dolphins playing Kansas City and you go with Miami. Yeah. You know, it's, you're like, there's no way Miami's going to win this. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'll make a couple, couple bucks and get out. But, and you still made a profit. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Sometimes I'll break even. Um, like if I know that I should cash out, I'll cash out. And then nine times out of the ten, it's helped me out to where I don't lose my money. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to lose <clears throat> no money. <coughs> but like you said, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. Yo, what is up, everyone? Back at it with a brand new edition of Sean's show. I am Sean. This is my show. Saturday, July 16th. I got my boy Cody Carter in the building. Cody, what's good, baby? What's good, everybody? <laughs> Thanks for being here, bro. Excited to be here. Thank you, thank you. I think I've been waiting for like a month now. Yeah. 
I don't want to. I don't want to sound full of it, but everyone. There was a line, huh? I'm trying to keep it stacked up, man. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it stacked up and keep it interesting. Oh yeah. So, uh, but thank you for being here, episode number eight. Thank you for everyone that's been rocking with me and listening to the podcast and enjoying it. My man Cody here told me he's listened to every single episode. So after this, I'm yep. gonna have a 25 question pop quiz for him. Okay, <laughs> I think I, dude, I, I think I'll be good at it at the pop quiz. <clears throat> yeah, I was always good at those. You remember like the little timetables that you would get in grade school? Uh huh. And you'd have to fill them out in like a minute. Yeah, boy, talk about on the edge of your seat. I'm over here sweating, scribbling down numbers. Well, I think I had a kind of competitive advantage to that only because I was diagnosed with ADHD, so I was on Adderall. Yeah. I, I had ADHD. I was diagnosed with ADHD, too, and that's a whole crazy concept in itself. Dude, I was so hyperactive. that It got to the point where I wasn't eating, and I was like, I was like 15, 16 at the time. I was like, Dad, I don't want to take this. This sucks. And I just stopped taking it one day, and I was amazing. Yeah. But I remember being a little, like, single-digit age. Yeah. And being on Ritalin. Yeah. And it would like have me up at night to where yeah. I couldn't sleep. It's mind altering like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in all fairness, I do take, I still take ADHD medication. I just take like <clears throat> a way lower dose. Oh, like, yeah. So, but I, it's, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've thought about getting back on it only because it, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It helps. It helps people yeah. with ADHD. Oh, yeah. I still think I have it, but I mean, not to the point where I'm like, I need to take Adderall. Yeah. Like some of these junkies out here, but a lot of that, uh, a lot of that can <clears throat> all be f- figured out or solved with keeping yourself busy. Like when you have ADHD. Oh yeah. Um, for me personally, I take the medication to help with, Obviously, staying focused and on task, but I feel like for me it has a twofold, um, like a twofold benefit because with my ADHD, I'm constantly overthinking, mm-hmm. which can lead to like anxiety. Yeah, and stuff. super anxiety. So when I can kind of reduce that overthinking and just you know go with my gut and yeah. get the work done without having to think too much about it. Obviously, that'll reduce my anxiety, my overall stress. It, it helped me with my social skills. I don't know if it helps you. Yeah, just I like to talk. As I it mean, is. yeah, you're, you're <laughs> a talker, anyways. But I, I have, I mean, I like to say I have social anxiety. But then when I get in front of people, I'm like, "What's up, everybody?" Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just getting into the car. It's like breaking the ice. You're like, you oh, got good know. energy, bro. Yeah, you got good energy. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Yeah, I wouldn't hang out with you if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have you on the show. Yeah, well, yeah, nah, you got good energy, bro. You're good to be around. You're yeah. easy to talk to. Positive thoughts. Yeah, you're usually pretty funny, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we go way back. Yeah, so uh, I met Cody. When did we first meet, bro? You know what? I think it was... I think the... F- you know what? I think it was with Kyle way back when. Okay. Um, but I remember having my white truck. Okay. And picking you up from your mom's house. Which there, white truck? The Toyota. Okay. And I think I picked you up. Um, 
over there i don't know i used to live in college hills or yep. like the back end of college hills yep yeah yeah i remember picking you up and we just go hang out really yeah man those were the days oh yeah when we could just screw off and hang out it's like those days lasted forever yes and now it's like our days are just like boom wake yeah. up go to work go to bed yeah uh, congratulations on your newborn, man. You too, buddy. You beat how, me to it. How old is Coda? Coda now. Coda is tomorrow is two months. Two months. Yep. Time flies, bro. It's so crazy. Yeah. Having a kid, like your own kid, it's it's insane. It really opens up your eyes. Yeah. Makes you make smarter decisions. And for most people, yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I've met a lot of people that just are deadbeats, but I don't know. It's something changes in you, dude. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I didn't, I didn't ever believe like someone used to tell me back way back when they're like, when you have your own kid, it'll be, it'll change your life. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, I'm not going to have kids. And then all of a sudden now I got three. I'm just (laughs) like, I'll have all you kids. But. I don't know. It's it makes you get up in the morning, and fight. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just like you used to tell me, when your back's against the wall, you find a way out. Yeah, every single time, bro. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a transition, man. Like people were telling me the same <clears throat> thing. You know, you're gonna see the world differently. Everything's gonna be different for you. I'm and to a point, I agreed. I didn't think it would be so dramatic, but you're right. There was like a shift of priorities. I'm willing to admit, you know, before my son, I was a little bit selfish, right? Oh, yeah. And now I'm to a point where I'm constantly thinking about what what can I be doing to provide for him. Yep. Provide for my wife. Fortify our household. So that way he's got something solid to grow into. It's like back then you're like, oh, I'm going to go get some new shoes. I got some cash. Now I'm just like. Well, I gotta buy three pairs before I buy one. <laughs> you know, I got I gotta buy three before I buy myself one. So, yeah, I don't think I've spent money on myself in probably over a year. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's all worth it, man. When your kids got nice shit, yeah, it makes e- you happy. Even uh, even not like stuff, but more like so for me, my childhood. Um, not that I didn't have more than maybe some kids had was still pretty erratic in in the sense that, like, you know, we moved a lot. Um, There were times where we went without, whether it was food or basic utilities in our house or even a house itself. Yeah. Um, And so even just being able to provide that stable household, both parents in the house, uh, being able to provide those basic necessities. Mom and dad were always there. Yeah. And, and so that's just one of those things, man, that, like, I'm blessed to be able to provide that for my son. It's crazy that you say that because I, I come from a family of six, bro. That's a lot. And I and my, <laughs> and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And so, I mean, we had it good. I, don't, I still to this day don't know how my dad did it with six kids. And Found a way. We were going on trips. We were, I mean, shit. He put a, we put a underground pool in ourselves, our, like, ourselves. In our backyard, it's it still blows my mind today, and I'm just like, Dad, how'd you do it? I'm struggling with three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Man, so that's probably where you get a lot of your like handiness then out of, huh? Yeah. Oh, From yeah. your dad? Yeah. And my dad, I mean, anything and I don't know if you've seen my back my dad's backyard, but I mean, we put in decks, we put in awnings, swimming pool, concrete. Really? Um, yeah, everything we've done, we've done ourselves. I mean, he's one of those tip stereotypical dads like, you know, they're like right now there's a big trend on dad grass, like, oh, my grass has to be good, dude. You walk in on my front yard, you, my dad like, don't step on my grass. He's got like six inches of um, bent grass. I mean, it looks like a golf course. Really? Yeah. And I'm back in the day when I was playing golf, I was like, hey, I'm going to go practice in the backyard. And he goes, don't you mess my grass up. I'm I'm taking like six inch divots out of the backyard. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah, trying to fix it. And he goes to mow <laughs> and it picks those pieces of grass up. And he's like, dude, there's... There's holes everywhere in my backyard. Oh, Cody. But. How could you? Yeah. I'm going to have to come by the crib, bro, and pick his brain on some stuff. Yeah. He is he, 27 years, uh, was a basically a plant manager at Gandy Inc. Okay. Now he's a co-owner of City Lumber here in San Angelo. Okay. Mom is uh, owns a bakery. So I come from Oh, yeah, owners. that's right, man. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Carter Sugar Shop. Shout out. <laughs> they got all the goodies, man. I know. We've gotten a few mm. things from there. Have y'all? We, yeah, Alex loves them, bro. I think she's gotten to, some cookies. Yeah, y'all need to tell them that, uh, hey, uh, Cody sent us. Yeah. I, man, as much as I like to do that, yeah, it's, I don't like to do it because most people take advantage. insinuate, yeah, that, or they just insinuate that you're looking mm-hmm. for like a discount or something. Oh, it's yeah. It's like... I'm not here for all that. Like, hey, oh, yeah, I know your son. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I came for the goodies. I walk in there. I'm like, hey, mom, <laughs> uh, this banana pudding is mine. Oh, <laughs> This cookie. I just go in and grab, like, two cookies, some banana. Lorraine loves that damn banana pudding. Yeah. I'm over there. She's like, bring some home. I'm like, I got you. I'll bring, like, three home. How long has she had that place? Uh, So she's had that place, I think, for four years. And then she used to have, so where Steak Express and Shogun is, she used to be right in the middle there. Okay. Um, But, dude, she started out in our kitchen in our house. And then we have a game room in the back where she completely, we completely turned it into a kitchen ourselves. A full-size kitchen, full-size, like, commercial ovens and stuff. And finally she said, I I need my own place. But, dude, she's not like, $2,000 $2,000 wedding cakes, $3,000 wedding wow. cakes. Like, I, I don't don't even know they get that expensive. Yeah, they get super expensive. Dang. Yeah. I might be mm. asking for the discount on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all I'm, of a I might pull the I know Cody card on that one. Then. <laughs> I know. I was telling my mom, I was like, well, when I get married, at least I don't have to buy a $2,000 wedding cake. And then she's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You're not getting a $2,000 wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. You're Just getting a one-tier. <laughs> you're getting a one-tier easy bake. <laughs> and it's going to be Funfetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Funfetti. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with Funfetti cake, bro. Yeah. You know what? Every time I think of Funfetti, I think of, uh, oh, what's it called? Jersey Shore. Yep. And you know why? Jersey Shore in my house is played on. 24-7. Really? Lorraine is, like, stuck on that. Really? Like, when we go to bed, like, you got to have the TV on. She has to have fucking Jersey <laughs> Shore on. Like, when we first met, I'm like, you know what? I like Jersey Shore. You know, it's been, now it's been a year and a half. I'm like, 
turn it off, <laughs> please. She's like, I'm going to be so sad whenever they take it off of Hulu. And I'm like, this is going to be the best day of my life. I can't <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe that Jersey Shore's, like, they're still recording episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah, and the coming new out season with just new came out. Right? I can't believe that. And when does that stop? <laughs> Please stop. Well, it's Ronnie, got, stop. <laughs> Ronnie, stop. <laughs> it's gotten so bad. Well, we're watching knockoff shows like Florida Bama Shore, yeah. uh, Jordy, Jordy Shore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? So Eggs you, on the Beach. Yeah, you've seen Florida Bama Shore? Yeah, actually, I'm really deep into it now. It's awesome. Uh, me and Alex went to watch Garrett at <clears throat> one of his first uh, bodybuilding shows. Uh-huh. And we met um, the taller buff guy. Oh, uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, and uh, his brother, they were both there at the show. Josh is his brother. Yes, and they were promoting the show and promoting. They had a fitness brand, and mm-hmm. excuse me, I can't remember the brand. Um, but yeah, they were both there. Real cool people. You know that brand? Uh, Gus is always or Gus, the other white boy. Uh-huh. He's he's into that too. Is he? Yeah, but. He looks like a Hollister model. Well, yeah, well, he did. Now he looks like Jesus Christ himself. Really? He got, like, a shoulder length there. <laughs> <laughs> but he was always going through it, bro. Uh, he was always going the through The women. It. He couldn't stay away from the women. <laughs> yeah, I feel for that dude. Because he did kind of have, like, a tough background, right? Yeah, he came from a bad family. Yeah. But the one person I can't stand is Nilsa. Really? Yeah. Lorraine loves her. She's like, oh, my God, I love her. I wish her and that big buff guy would get together. I'm like, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, yep, yeah. Yep, there it is. Yep. Yeah, she's going to kill me. I said I didn't know that. <laughs> we literally just watched it last night. But, dude, that girl's a homie hopper. Right. For sure. She's got a kid now, too, right? Yeah. Lorraine, she'll look him up on Facebook or Instagram. She's like, oh, yeah, she has a baby. Uh, he's his girlfriend. Alex kind of like, does oh, the same yeah. stuff. Yeah. We can't watch a show without Lorraine saying, I know what happens. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go look now, too. Does she make you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? So, for a minute there, we were watching it. And for the first few episodes, I didn't mind it until I'm just like, okay, this drama is way too much for me. <laughs> I'm like a non confrontational person. I don't like drama. And Lorraine's like, go get the popcorn pickles. This is some good <laughs> shit right here. That's literally what their whole lives are based around. Yes. It's yeah. ridiculous. The thing that kind of blows me away is I am I definitely believe that a lot of it is staged. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like it's got to be written to an extent. And there's got to be some influence into, right? But a lot of it is just revolves around, like, drama. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're really watching this? <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about, okay, I'm about to ask you a question. When you brought up... Oh, I think it's staged. I used to watch those true TV, true TV shows. <laughs> Remember uh, Lizard Lick Towing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just start beating up the tow truck driver. <laughs> yep. Yeah, those are oh good this shows. This is so man. horrible. <laughs> those are good shows. What were some other ones that were on there? True TV shows. I'm about to look this up. Because I know there was some real gold on there, man. Oh man, lizard lick telling. <laughs> <laughs> Impractical Jokers, that's pretty much a classic. Um, South Beach Toe, that was another one. Hardcore Pawn. Oh yeah, the Pawn Stars and all that. Yeah. You know, they really 
super successful with the Pawn Star stuff, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, really successful. To the point where they were, I mean, they're famous now. People go to Vegas and they got to stop by that pawn store. You can find some cool stuff in a pawn shop, man. Yeah, I just don't like stuff, man. So, Lorraine's dad, we needed a lawnmower, okay? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I just got us a lawnmower from this pawn store. I'm like, okay, cool. And love to do it to death, right? So, he brings, he, he's like, hey, come get this lawnmower. I'm like, okay. This lawnmower looks like a crackhead just brought it over, sold it for <laughs> five bucks. I'm like, how much did you pay for this? Oh, I got it for 40 bucks. Man, we got one use out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Like, it's, what happened with it? No, I mean, the cords messed up. The I mean, it, some, it looks like someone hit it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I mean, it is just, woo. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you won't find some cool stuff around here, mm. but... Uh, Honestly, yeah, no. so like Alex's mom makes it a point when she goes to bigger cities to go to like Goodwill and shop thrift and stuff you know like what? that. I've never thought about that. Yeah. There's a a big pawn store um, right next to the Cowboys Stadium. Um, I'm actually going to Lake Worth Monday. I want to check something out. Yeah. So this one, they have a lot of designer watches and jewelry in there. Really? F- firearms. <laughs> um, they have... All kinds of antiques, obviously all kinds of things you find in in pawn stores, yeah. electronics and stuff. But yeah, I was kind of, obviously the two times that I went didn't really have the pockets to be buying anything nice <laughs> like that. But yeah, sometimes you can find some pretty good deals in a pawn store. Get yourself like a nice watch for a couple hundred bucks or less. Cops was on True TV at one time. You know what? Uh, I was looking for this show called Live PD. Yes. What happened to that? Okay, so, yeah, I did some research because that was my shit. Yeah. Um, I love the they canceled it. They stuff. canceled it because of George Floyd's death. Really? Yep. And, I, I mean, I don't know the extent to it because I just said, oh, well, that's dumb. They canceled the show completely, though. Really? Yep. <clears throat> now, uh, there's a show that you can watch. It's called... Uh, Hell, I don't know. It's the same thing as Live PD, but it's a paramedic side. Okay. And that's pretty good. Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting take. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anyone hasn't really hopped onto that. I At one point, I thought that there was going to be a new episode of Cops. I think there is. Yeah, so the most recent thing I'm seeing is that there was <laughs> 15 episodes in 2021. Man, those are so funny back in the day. Yes. I mean, one of the episodes that's <laughs> that sticks out to me is the lady called him to come over because this lady took her money and didn't give her any crack. <laughs> yeah. Bro, bro, she's standing outside of the freaking crack house and she's got these cops here on the sidewalk with her and she's like, "Yeah, I gave this lady some money, and she didn't give me what she told me she was going to give me. She's like, man, what were you planning on buying? Well, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm here to buy some crack. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. There was a there was um, a Facebook post from, like, Houston PD on Facebook, right? And it says, hey, uh, just want to let everybody know there's some bad meth going around. Uh, if y'all have some, if you think you have bad meth, bring it up here and we'll test it for you. Some dude actually brought it up there. Oh my god! They got arrested. Oh my goodness! I think I've seen a couple of like 
you know, like around 420 and stuff yeah. like that. I've seen some, like, you know, some of those uh, local police department Facebook pages are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, because then they're like, uh, this, uh, Christopher is wanted, and Christopher will jump on the comments, and he goes, hey, I'll turn myself in Monday. I'm pretty busy this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, what? I mean, that's a cool heads up, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, there's episodes as recent as... July 8th of 2022. So oh, this wow. means I'm binge watching cops after you leave. Yeah, but then you gotta, man, I, I looked on yeah, a lot of Amazon Prime has that stuff, and you gotta pay like 25 bucks for a season. I'm just like, yeah. is it worth it? I don't know, man. I, uh, so at one point I was paying a subscription specifically for this anime, like, um, streaming. Mm hmm. And that was only seven ninety nine, and I cut that out because like I wasn't using it enough. Yeah. And because the sh- most of the shows I watch are available on Netflix, Hulu, yeah, HBO Max. What uh, are some of the shows that your top shows that you? So Devin, this will make Devin Tenney proud, but I'm hopping into Ozark finally. Uh, you know what? I remember Devin and Kyle started watching that when they lived together. Yeah, a uh, long time ago. Oh, yeah. I dabbled into it probably about the first season. I just didn't really get into it. Yep. That, um, that was exactly my problem. Um, I'll tell you my top two shows, Animal Kingdom and Queen of the South. I don't think that I've seen either it, of those. You, me and Lorraine, it, it's like, I don't know, I think four seasons on uh, Queen of the South, and we watched it in like a week and a half. Alex might have watched that. But Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. what what is that about? Animal Kingdom is basically, it's this mother and her four sons, and they're like in their 30s. And she finds these, they're basically robbing banks. and The sons are? Oh, yeah. Okay. And they're, they have all these rental properties, each of them do, and so does she. And they're um, laundering the money through these rental properties. Like, they're like, oh, on paper, the rent's like, 1500 bucks a month and they're only making them pay like 150 bucks a month <laughs> but yeah. they're like yeah they're not supposed to say it but dude they're it's it's so addicting okay i mean it's extremely addictive the mom goes to prison fighting a murder charge and the youngest son starts um pulling jobs himself and and being the leader of his uncles and stuff and they're, they work with the cartel Queen of the South is about the cartel. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now so that you good. say that, I know Alex has watched that. Yeah. Um, any actors or actresses in Animal Kingdom that I wouldn't know? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. That's cool though when they yeah. do that. Oh yeah, but it's they're damn good actors. Really? Yes. Yeah. Some people have blown up mm. off of like Netflix and Hulu originals, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That's got to be a good platform for some like early actors. Mm-hmm. And then I've learned, uh, Alex loves LMN, and I've learned that LMN is like, I, I in my opinion, I feel like it's the graveyard for actors. What is that? Lifetime Movie Network. Thank God that your significant other does not enjoy watching it, because it is some of the corniest, yeah. like, movies, and the titles are always like, they just give away the plot. It's like, killer, cheerleader. <laughs> or like something wild like my baby was stolen like <laughs> you know what i'm saying and they're all super corny they're super easy to like figure out the plot and yeah but alex loves them and if that's she loves them like that's okay i'm just like why why is this yeah 
Some of those things are good, man. Especially like the modern ones. Alex watches them. Yeah. And there's some of them. Obviously, I don't comprehend Spanish like she does. But as long as we can put some captions on, some of them are really good, bro. Some of them are really cringe, though. That's true. That's I remember. True. I remember. You don't gotta watch like the cheesy romantic. No, ones. I know that's my mom used to watch that <laughs> shit. And I'm like, what is this? This is like cringe. I'm like 12, yeah. 13 years old. I'm like, this acting is horrible. I grew up watching Golden Girls. Never heard of it. Really? Yeah. Betty White was in it, bro. I mean, that was like one of her biggest roles. Dude, I wasn't really into TV at all. I mean, that's I was, probably good. I was on the golf course ten hours out of the day. How early did you start playing golf? So, um, it was, okay, so in Lee Middle School, I stopped playing football in eighth grade, and that was when we transitioned to ninth grade campus, and my dad had sat me down and says, look, do you want to play football, or do you want to play golf? Because he would always go golfing, I'm like, take me with you. He's like, you don't know how to play. I'm like, well, <laughs> teach me, asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, How are you supposed to learn? <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, look, you can play golf your whole entire life. You can't play baseball, football, basketball. And I was like, you know what? You have a good point. And plus, I was five foot six, 100 pounds soaking wet. And so I started ninth grade, and I played all the way throughout high school. And I'm, let me tell you, I sucked ninth <laughs> grade year. I'm shooting 110, dude. And by his junior year, I'm shooting low 80s, um, qualifying for um, oh varsity. Because you on on how high school golf works is just because you play good one week doesn't mean that you're gonna play good the next. So all ten of us have to qualify, and there's only five spots. And so I made it from my junior year to my senior. Year, I made varsity golf every every tournament. Nice, but. Man, I had just uh, my boss had taken me to um, San Antonio Country Club, and when I tell you that this golf course was immaculate, I mean it was extremely nice. And I, I mind you, now after high school, I probably 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 play like two, three times out of the year. Just don't practice at all. And uh, him and um, his business partner, they're pretty damn good. Um, his business partner is. And so I wanted, I had the bright idea to bring my dad's driver. And I didn't know this until I came back home and brought it back. But I'm, I'm hitting them left every time. I'm duck hooking the drives. I'm hitting my iron straight, everything else straight. And um, ended up shooting an 81. So... You know, you know golf score, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so par was 72. Okay. So I shot, I think it was eight over or something like that. And uh, they shot 83 and 85. And so, I mean, I played damn good, but I only hit three fairways. I was in the trees the whole time. And uh, I had brought the driver back to my dad. I'm like, what is wrong with this thing? <laughs> what is? What are you doing to this driver? He's like, oh, uh, I have the face closed. I'm like, dude. And what does that mean? So basically, people that have trouble bringing their hips over, mm-hmm. um, I call it like a baseball swing. So For like you, momentum. Yeah, when you drop your right shoulder, the ball comes out right. I mean, it's going to come out super right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called a slice. And people that have um, basically a hard time 
getting over the ball, they close the face so that whenever they have that swing, it'll go straight and not left. Oh, okay. Um, but I always have my face at neutral, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know that it was closed. I'm like, it looked weird to me, but I'm like, what is wrong <laughs> with this damn club? I swear I'm not this Yeah, bad. and I'm like, I'm never – don't let me take a club next time without telling me that. Yeah. That's pretty cool that you can modify the club. Yeah, you can even have to, it opened. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know you could do that with golf clubs. Oh yeah, you can't modify a, a disc no, to make. But you, you can only better. you can only modify a driver and a three wood. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you, dude. These golf clubs nowadays, stupid expensive. Really? I mean, a driver. Excuse, excuse me. Um, a driver goes probably six hundred bucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, a brand new driver. Like my whole golf set right now is probably worth. 2500 bucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and you have like 12 clubs. I got to use a restroom. Okay. First ever restroom break on Sean show. We'll be right back. <laughs> this was so this was kind of like at the going down oh, the peak okay. of COVID when we bought our house. Um <clears throat> and yeah, the the housing market was hot whenever we were buying. Oh yeah. June 2021. And um, we had actually put in an offer on a new build. And when we put our offer in, our agent had told us, you know, everything's looking good. Looks like they're going to accept it. And then I think the following Monday, she calls me and says, hey, construction costs have gone up. So the agent or the lister is raising the price. They've countered with this price. And we were kind of like, we were bummed out. But it was in an area that we didn't necessarily want to be in. So it like kind of worked out for us yeah. in the end. Because now, you know, because we didn't take that opportunity, we were presented this one. We're in an area we love. We love the house. Yeah, this is a nice area. We're constantly doing work on it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I never you. get time. Backyard. Yes. Yeah. The backyard is getting there. And then we'll be finishing up the walkways. I'm going to be painting tomorrow. Painting, trim, and walls. So, hell yeah, yeah. But no, we're we are definitely blessed. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So back at it, we were talking about golf. You've been golfing for a while. Um, I was kind of interested in right. So obviously, I play a little bit of disc golf. Right. And those are two different skill sets. Although form comes into play for both of them and is a pretty huge factor. Um, Everything's muscle memory. What is like the average score for someone our age playing amateur golf? Oh shit! Um, I mean, in pro ams or just a regular? Just like a regular guy. <clears throat> oh, I'd probably say like mid eighties. Okay, maybe yeah. high eighties. Okay. Um, a decent golfer. Um, but I mean, you've you got to think that when I was in high school, dude, I played seven days a week for five years straight i mean yeah it was all muscle memory and i, I was consistency yeah and self-taught i mean i'm sure you're self-taught with disc golf yep um and you just kind of learn how the mechanics of the sport works and once you like once you find out okay that works let me do this again i mean i hit probably 300 balls a day i mean a day after playing 18 holes and i mean short game putting and chipping is where it's at because like last week I, I 
I'm literally in the trees, Sean. <laughs> every <laughs> every second shot, I'm in the trees. Yeah. So I mean, I probably hit three greens in regulation um, out of eighteen holes, and my chi- I would chip it within five feet and make the par putt. You but, gotta have a good approach game. Yeah, man. I mean, trees are a problem in disc golf too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, like, you have to. Is it kind of like basketball where you gotta have to one foot planted and you can't? Or in a sense, steps can you take in a sense? So like, uh, for every drive, you have a tee pad, mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. like you have your tee in golf. Um, and then from there you mark your lie where your disc is at. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have two options. You can just have a run up from as far back as you want behind oh, the disc. Okay. I got you. As long as you, so you have to have a plant foot and you can't advance beyond your lie before the disc is out of your hand i got you um and then as far as putting goes they have what's called circle one two and three putts and it's like 10 feet 20 feet 30 feet anything outside of 30 feet you can step forward inside any in inside 30 feet um you have to remain on your plant foot and you can't advance until the disc is resting in the basket or the chain okay so yeah, they're kind of like basketball where you kind of have a pivot foot. You yeah. can't advance forward off of that. Um, That's not bad. And most times until the disc is in your hand. The mechanics is a big thing too in disc golf, and that's kind of where I'm at now is fine tuning those mechanics. Um, the sport's growing though, man. Yeah, I uh, I've been wanting to play disc golf, but I also I, mean, I just I have so much love for the game of golf. To where you'll love disc golf, bro. Yeah, I I really feel like I should, probably should have pursued it after high school, but I don't I don't know if you remember when Central was a a five A and then we moved to six A right our junior year no mm-hmm. senior year I think mm-hmm. your junior year, um, we also played different schools, so my senior year we're playing these South Lake Allen kids. I mean. These these fucking kids are shooting three under in high school. I mean, that's pro golf right there. Yeah. And I'm over here shooting four or five over, you know. And I'm like, I suck compared to these guys. (laughs) Like, what are y'all doing? But I truly feel like you can practice, I mean, seven days a week. And it's there's something in your head that clicks that goes to your body. You know, like there's a certain feel... It's so hard to explain, but no, some, I get pe- exactly some what you're people saying. have it, and then some people don't, no matter yep. how much you practice. Yep. And I'm just, I'm right there, I feel like. I'm just, I mean, shit, I shot an 81, and I hadn't played in a year. Yeah. I mean, a whole year shooting an 81. Even my boss was like, dude, holy shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't Best know thing you could do that. is start competing, bro. Yeah, I've thought about it, but I mean, I used to, what I used to do is, I used to play the noon game at, at a, the country club at SAC here mm-hmm. in town. And I'd always get picked last, like the little white boy playing basketball. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> that good, you know? And, and, uh, even with my dad, um, we play 18, we'll bet, uh, 20 bucks, um, every nine holes. And so I'd let my dad win the first nine by like two strokes. I'm like, all right, let's do double or nothing. He's like, okay, cool. All right, we'll do that. Man, I'd smuck his ass like by <laughs> six. He's like, you asshole. Like, <laughs> And You're out here fixing games on yeah, your dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. Uh, 
I remember that's a cool story. I mean, it sucks the ending, but so we played in a uh, two man scramble in uh, at Bentwood when I was eighteen, no seventeen, something like that. And um, any typical big golf tournament uh, on one par three, they have a uh, a vehicle if you make a hole in one. And I remember that year it was like a 2015 Tundra, and this thing was decked out. I mean, lifted and so. You get a Tundra if you make a hole in one. Yeah, you get a Toyota Tundra. Okay. And, and it was like on a six inch. Li- I mean, this truck was every man's dream, right? And of course, I had just got my license, and so I hit it. And I'm not even kidding. There's there's 20 people watching us hit for like verification. And I had all 20 people walk the green with us because we thought that I made a hole in one. I'm not even kidding, Sean. It was three inches from the oh. damn hole. <laughs> and I'm just like, my, I was like, I don't even want to finish this. Uh. I don't even want to finish. <laughs> three inches, man. I mean, it was. That's tough. It was insane. Have you ever hit a hole in one in golf? I have not. I have <laughs> not. And it. I've come, man, I've. I remember in Dallas, uh, I was playing. I mean, there was when you get when you go to those Dallas golf courses, they have super high elevation, so the tee box is like two thousand feet above the green. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, and uh, I've hit a ball to where I mean, it's hit the flag stick and dropped straight down three inches from the hole. Oh. I've actually hit one thin. Thin enough to where it catches the flag itself, wraps around the flag, and drops down um, by the hole. But I've never hit a hole in one. I've chipped it in from probably about 150 yards out, though. That's a good feeling, too. Oh, yeah. I've had an eagle. But, you know, a a double eagle is more rare than a hole in one. What's a double eagle? Okay, so on a par five, you have five shots to par. You make it in two. So... You're talking a 600-yard par 5, right? You hit a 300-yard drive. Then you hit a 300-yard second shot, and it goes in. Double eagle. And you can only do them on par 5s. Huh. You don't ever hear about them. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, look it up. I think that's up. the first time that I've ever heard of it. Double eagle. It's insane. How many people have hit that? Oh, a, a few people in the PGA, but I mean, shit. I've hit a... Over at Quicksand, you can you can that's a long course. But I hit a we were in a four man scramble uh, last year for City Lumber, and uh, we were like two hundred and sixty, two hundred eighty yards out or whatever. And I hit a a three wood laying two, and I drove I hit the green and I probably put us like twenty feet out. I mean, and that's that's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, and we ended up making eagle, but. I mean, again, for not playing competitively for probably the last eight years. I what do you think about uh, this live golf stuff? Have you kept up with any of that? I have. Um, have you watched any of it? No, I haven't watched any of it. I'm. I don't really have time to watch anything, but it's all financial. I mean, they're playing half the tournaments that the PGA is playing, and then the purse is five six times what a pga <laughs> tournament would yeah. would gross you know and yeah they I haven't think, been shy about that either yeah no and i think dustin <clears throat> johnson i i did read an article um i think tiger woods on um, everything he's won i think he's won like 221 million um 
out of all the tournaments he's won and all that. And they just signed Dustin Johnson. And I don't I don't know I didn't read into it, but I don't know if they're on like a contract basis, uh, kind of like football. But Dustin Johnson, I was reading something that he he like signed for two hundred nineteen million dollars to go play for live golf. I mean that's more than fucking Tiger is it, Woods. Is it live golf? It's not live golf. Um, I, I could be. I wrong. don't know. I mean I don't know. Live live. I mean I heard I've heard <laughs> I've heard PGA people calling it live. Okay. I've also heard people calling it live. Okay. Um, I guess the E is silent. There's no E. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's yeah, L I V. Yeah. yeah. But these guys, I mean, you got top names. I mean, you got Ricky Fowler just signed. Mm-hmm. Um, Brooks. Kopeka, yep. uh, Bryson Shambo, whatever the hell his name is, <laughs> um, Dustin Johnson, um, Phil Mickelson. And Phil Mickelson's the one who started this this whole train of people going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I was like, I had, because I think like four months ago, I'm like, Dad, where does, what happened to Phil Mickelson? Where, and then he's like, so oh, they're making that money. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he said something about this Saudi Arabia bullshit. <laughs> I'm just like, well, let me read into this. And then all of a sudden, like 10 people joined. But uh, what's his name? Um, the short little kid. Um, not Dustin Johnson, but um, I don't know. There's there's a couple people that are saying like, oh, they're, they're PGA has helped them get to where they're at today, which is true. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was the predominant. They, they were going to pay Tiger. Like, did you see the offer? No. $1 billion. The PDGA? He, no. Oh, li- Live, Live Golf. Golf. They offered him $1 billion to, to join there. Because that would be huge for them. Oh, yeah. A billion dollars? $1 billion, dollars and he turned it down. Really? He turned it down. He's probably worth more. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. $1 billion here. Come play for this league. Where do I sign? Yeah, and get banned <laughs> from PGA. For yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, technically, these other guys they can still play in the majors. It's kind of crazy that they uh, that the PDGA took that stance, though. Yeah, but did you see what they're doing now? No. They're um kind of countering live now. Really? So they're they're making their their tournament wins um way more. Okay. Way more to kind of compete with that. Um. But anyone who left the PGA, they're banned. Forever. <laughs> I don't know if it's forever. Oh. But I mean, like I said, like they're they're still allowed the majors. Because um, those aren't sanctioned by the PGA. No, they're right? not. And then they're allowed to if you've won the Masters, you're by like Masters rule, you're automatically have a spot every year. Okay. That's kind of what they. So there's nothing they can do about oh, that. Oh no, that's Phil what Phil won, and he yeah, can go Yeah, that's compete. why. That's why they were saying like, oh, it's all right. Like we can still play in the majors. Did Brooks Kepka win the uh, Masters? I think no. I think it was Bryson. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm. I'll tell you this right now. Golf is so boring to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so boring to watch, but it's extremely fun to play. I'll tell you. I can recall the last time that tiger won the masters me and alex literally watched the last round the oh, whole that was last this, round that was the most recent one 2020 or 2021 yeah no, 2020 had to been 2020 yeah. yeah or maybe yeah but we watched the whole thing and golf is like soccer i'm not watching it until it's major and, and you, you can't watch it till the last day though 
No. There's four days of golf. Yeah. It's horrible. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. I've even, I'm even so, like, I love golf to death. And going back to sports betting, I will not bet on, on golf. I will not do it. Yeah, because anything can happen. Anything can happen, dude. I and mean, the weather's a pretty big influence. I mean, there's, there, you can pick, like, there's a way you can bet to where you can pick, like, uh, five, five golfers. And if all five golfers make it in the top ten, then you win. Okay. But it's not. The right. reward's probably not as big. Uh, I mean, it depending on who you pick, yeah. But okay. um, if you pick one, dude, it's they're like, <laughs> I looked them up. It's like ten thousand odds, plus ten thousand. So a okay. hundred dollars would win you ten grand. Wow. Yeah. But I don't have the capital for that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, betting is not my forte. It's, it's not. It's really. I mean, what I did was I did five dollar bets to where. I made it to like 160 to 180 bucks and then I'm like okay these are all winnings I put 50 bucks into my account so I, I win so now I'm playing just for shits and giggles so now yeah. I'm gonna bet 50 bucks yeah. or 20 bucks have you seen the movie Uncut Gems no really uh uh-uh. uh dude I'm telling you dude I don't watch much TV and if it is it's reality TV shout out Lorraine yeah <laughs> well Uncut Gems is an Adam Sandler movie and he's actually like he takes on a serious role about uh this uh Jewish jewelry store owner and he's a betting man himself mm-hmm. and um he ends up getting Kevin Garnett into his jewelry shop interested in jewelry and he picks out this um big like jewel that Adam Sandler got in from Africa from like this mine and Kevin Garnett's like I want it it's gonna give me good energy for the finals I need it and he's like okay but you gotta leave your Celtics ring Adam (laughs) Sandler bets the Celtics ring oh my god yeah whole bunch it's a it's a great movie when you get time watch it one of these days Mm -hmm. um but yeah now he's He's the whole movie. He's like in over his head, oh my because gosh. of the gambling and stuff. Um, and that's my fear is like, one, I don't want to lose money, and then two, it's like if I get good at it, my head's gonna inflate, and then yeah, I'm gonna get to a point where you have to humble yourself. Yeah, and that's 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 one that's what my buddy said. He's like, dude, it's it'll turn into addicting and it'll ruin your life, but. I just did it for fun. You know, I'm still doing it for fun, but right now I'm just waiting for football because that's, and obviously, I mean, live betting is where it's at. That's going to do your whole returns. Yeah. I mean, that's the most money I've made. Sports betting hasn't been legal mm-hmm. always either. How how long how long has it been? Well, the app I use is completely legal. <coughs> completely legal in Texas and United States. Really? Yeah, it's called uh, Bovada. Okay. And basically how you do it is you download the app, then you go to your cash app and then you make a Bitcoin account and then I put 50 bucks in my Bitcoin and then from Bitcoin I transfer it into Bovada and then it's there instantly. Um, and then you just reverse the process, but I don't take Well, it. they have like uh DraftKings, they have Yeah, um, that's I'm not a big parlay. No, is that what that is strictly? Not strictly, but that's mostly what it is. Okay. Um, and there's just so much BS behind DraftKings that you have to just... I mean, it's so promoted. It's just not... Yeah. 
I'm just trying to get in and out, you know. Just yeah. and it, and Bavada is so simple; no one really knows about it. Um, but yeah, before I even did it, I looked it up, and there's no. It's completely legal in Texas. It's yeah. just I don't know why steak isn't. But well, I think at one point, um, like the federal government was like, "Yeah, we're gonna leave it up to the mm-hmm. states." Yeah. And when that happened, it went full well, flame. The reason why a lot of people are betting online is because, um, as you may know. Crypto is like a gray area for the feds right now. Okay. So they can't tax you on it. They okay. don't, they don't, that's why people, that's why they use, they use Bitcoin. So you can take your winnings out. Yeah. Put I it mean, into Bitcoin. People are doing what, what people, I mean, what I did, I lent one like 1200 bucks since I've been doing it, but I keep it in my cash app. I don't put it in my bank. So because then your bank starts asking questions and whatnot. And so my buddy, he's just got like $600,000 in his, in his cash app, but he keeps it. Yeah. He keeps it in Bitcoin and stuff. And then he, he dabbles in the trade market and whatnot. That's something that I'll never understand. That stuff took off, man, for a while there when the market was still kind of uh, bullish and people were just throwing money at all these companies like AMC And uh, GameStop, like companies that weren't really worth the money that they were throwing them at. Do you know Bitcoin? Um, Oh, last year, one Bitcoin was sixty three grand. You know what it is now? It's probably in the twenties. Yeah, yeah. It's like twenty one grand for one Bitcoin. Yeah. R. I. P. To all the people that didn't sell. Well, it's funny now because I don't know if like you heard about the. Tom Brady situation with his like last football touchdown pass where, <laughs> where <laughs> the where, guy bought the last game ball yeah, ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's like, uh, and spent all the money on yeah, it. Yeah. But Brady gave him one Bitcoin. It's like, Oh yeah, it's worth 63 grand. And then now if he still has, it, it's worth like 20. Uh, hopefully he so sold he just it. Gets, yeah. yeah. So he's got screwed. Yeah. No, both. people were definitely on the stock market thing for a second there, but, uh, Everyone's pulling their shit out right now. But honestly, I mean, I've thought about getting into the stock market now only to because everything is down. Yeah. Everything's down like 80% right now. So who cares if it, it goes down more? Yeah. You know, it's a you, good it's a good time to start investing. Um, if you got a lot of cash that you can throw at it for sure. I was uh, I was I listened to a lot of business people on TikTok and um this guy was saying, he goes, you know, the most self-made millionaires has happened during a recession mm-hmm. because of the stock market crash. Yep. So they get in when everything's cheap, and then five years later, they're fucking millionaires. Yep. Not a bad idea. Yep. Do you know that nobody knows the identification of the creator of Bitcoin? Really? No one knows who created Bitcoin. There's some theories out there, and some people are dead set on a couple of people but no one knows who actually created Bitcoin. That's insane. Yeah. And I don't understand the whole Bitcoin mining process. Like, Yeah, I don't either. All I really know is that it's computer stuff. And that's a little bit far advanced for me. I'm not a big computer tech guy. I don't understand none of it either. Yeah. And that's, I'll be honest with you, that's why I haven't really dabbled in crypto or anything. So... Unless you take an actual course or college or something, yeah, I just I I won't get it. I won't understand how the stock market works because then you have day traders, and then you have contracts like mm-hmm. Lorraine's dad. He's he does um, 
like contracts. And so basically my understanding is you buy something and then you have like a 90, 60 to 90 day contract and then you sell it or you buy another contract. And I mean, he's made, he's made like eight grand with Tesla um, about a year ago. Yeah. yeah. He's making, but then he puts it in, he puts it in something else and he loses his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, God damn. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just don't. I the don't stock market it. can be pretty volatile. I uh, I recently started re- like doing research into insurance and like whole life policies, term life policies, because mm-hmm. insurance can actually be cash value life a, insurance. Yeah, it can be a good avenue for savings. Uh, and so, like for our son, we have a whole life policy that we can just throw cash into. At any point in time, if we needed to remove that cash, we could do so without having to pay the taxes. <clears throat> we don't lose out on taxes. And then... I was uh, reading or listening to a guy that was doing life insurance like that. And basically mm-hmm. how it works is, let's say you have a uh, $500,000 life insurance policy, right? Well, let's say you've put in $100,000, okay? Well... That life insurance policy will let you pull out a loan up to a hundred thousand dollars without mm-hmm. touching your hundred thousand dollars. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you just pay the loan back while your other hundred thousand dollars is getting interest still. So it's it's crazy. I yeah. mean, people are doing it. Yeah. So uh, like um, one of the coolest things that I found out when I was doing all of my research is that a lot of the f- like richest families from the from early in the United States, they were pulling out whole life policies for their kids. And these things would grow generation after generation to the point where they've amounted this massive amount of wealth. Now you, you know, you've got people like the Rothschilds and I mean, they're all just, they're taken care of. Oh yeah. They ain't got to worry about nothing. Well, I know people that are doing what, what we just talked about, pulling a loan out of their life insurance policy and then putting it in the stocks. And then, I mean, this dude, he pulled out $300,000 out of his life insurance policy, put it into the stocks, and then like two months later, uh, made like $1.2 million, paid the $300,000 back, and now he's just sitting with like $750,000. Wow. Yeah, the good thing about the life insurance is that uh, even though it's invested into like the S&P 500 and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's protected. So you have like a maximum contribution, but you also have a minimum contribution to where like it won't ever go less than zero. Right. You'll never lose money. Obviously, the account won't grow outside of what you're contributing to it. Um, but yeah, insurance, if, if you're looking at building up some savings, check out some insurance. What do you use? Um, I think we have his policy through American National Insurance. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Okay. So, um, there was one point, man, where I was even considering like getting my life insurance license and kind of exploring that as a career. I was, uh, I saw, Dan, I'm, I'm on TikTok too damn much, but this <laughs> fucking dude, he, uh, was a FedEx driver, right? And his buddy, he's like, you should sell, uh, life insurance, you know? And he's like, man, I'm not trying to do that shit, you know? And he showed him his bank account with like $120,000 in it. He goes, okay, now you got my attention. And so 
he uh, got his license, which only took like four days. Uh, took his test and was working his last month at FedEx. He was doing it part-time, and then he was selling insurance. But he had to buy, like, leads. So you have to buy leads um, through the place he was doing. And he bought, like, $4. They're, like, $4 leads, with their, which basically means that they're uh, a month old. And so he bought, like, 500 of them, right? <laughs> and it's the like first 20, he said, Everyone said, lose my number. And he's like, dude, this sucks. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, he Cold calls yeah. can be the worst. Oh, man. yeah. You know. <laughs> and then uh, basically he made like 20 grand that month. And he goes, okay, I quit my job. <laughs> so he's like a millionaire now. It's really? Just, yeah. But he had to sit through this Skype Zoom call or whatever with all of his buddies that are doing insurance. He's like, look, show me what y'all are going through. And he had, he had, his buddy had this one cold call and he was like, Hey, uh, let me set up. He goes, well, give me off this damn list. He's like, I can only, you, uh, we have to meet up in person for you to get off this list. And he goes, all right, fine. And then he ended up flipping it on the phone. He's like, well, let's talk, let me, let's talk about life insurance then. So he's a good salesman. Oh yeah. 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 No, life insurance is pretty lucrative, but, uh, again, I just see the advantage not being the money and more so being able to show people like, Hey, there is this alternative method to you growing your wealth. You don't have to lose out on taxes or, or, you know, the volatility of the stock market. Um, and that's, that would be kind of the benefit for me. I would think. Do you follow any salesmen on any, on any platforms? Um, there, so we have a, like a training guru that the dealership, pays to come out and we're subscribed to his training um, material Uh, but outside of that there aren't too many people in my industry that I follow there are a lot of people like business oriented that I keep up with yeah so he's one of them he he started out with a lot of like car sales stuff dude's a whiz yes he's a genius he's an asshole but he's a whiz yeah Um, there's there's quite a few people that I listen to but uh, for me I think I do best with learning the skill and it being like a live action thing. Yeah. And sitting and listening to someone tell yeah. me, you know, like it definitely is one of those in the moment things. And honestly, the best lessons in life come in super awkward situations. So <laughs> yes. everything, I think everything's better when you do it yourself. Yes. Self-taught. Yeah. Well, to an extent, it yeah. definitely helps to have some people. Oh yeah. To know what, like have been down the road you're going like dude if i would have listened to the adults around me when i was younger i can't imagine how much farther along i'd be so the job that i'm actually um doing right now i've watched my dad do i mean forever i mean i even worked for city lumber for a year i'm just like watching how he does it and i'm like one of these days it's gonna help me out you know because i'd always ask questions i'm like how are you how, how are you so good at what you do you know and then he He's told me some things, gave me some pointers, and then all of a sudden I get this job, and I'm doing exactly what he's doing, and it's it's helped me out a lot. So where I, I already know what to do in certain situations, and it's it's awesome. Paid but, off. Yeah, I mean the stars are aligning. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, it's a good conversation. Oh yeah. Ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Well, thanks everyone, Cody Carter. Thank y'all for listening. Everyone have a blessed weekend.
good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>